The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Are you ready for a break? Yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. morning welcome back to another episode of cowboys break i'm Amber garcia i have nick and and i was gonna say derek yeah. brian brought us completely different person derek uh won't be joining us today but we we got us three to get the show going before we get into this thing oh by the way presented by miller light the only beer of the dallas cowboys and we before we get the show started Word on the street is that someone is a year older today, and that someone, our producer. Yeah. Chris Beam. Chris Beam. What's up, bud? You going to get this How all day? How do you day? feel, Chris? I feel old. <laughs> are, you, are you keeping score of, like... How many people on the show, like different shows? Because you're going to do, what, nine of these today? Eight? <laughs> it's seven? It's like eight. Eight? Like, I mean, I'm yeah. sure talking Cowboys, I mean, did they bring it up? Yes, at the end of the show they did. Oh, somebody came in late. Oh, okay. uh, well, we come yeah, in early. Beat well, this. you know, the, the the earliest I got was brought us this morning about midnight, which... Uh, that's kind of weird. Watch, so he saw it, it on Facebook. Saw it on Facebook. Watch, <laughs> He's yeah. watching tape. I, I was watching that. tape, and it yeah, it just popped up on my birthdays. One of the great things about Facebook is having people's birthdays if you follow them. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of cool. So yeah, I said uh, happy birthday, and I didn't know Beam was he was probably up watching something too. No, no, he was I, probably up playing games. Yeah, I just got finished playing games. Oh, okay. Actually, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Well, happy birthday, Chris. Appreciate it. And Thank you so much. Speaking of playing games, the Cowboys do have to play a game. First uh, game of the postseason wildcard weekend. Um, we obviously know who the opponent is, and we'll get into the uh, Tampa's defense, defense versus Cowboys yeah. offense later in the second segment. But I wanted to start the show asking you guys about practice. We know that Mike McCarthy, since the month of December, he's talked about the difference in, in how he handles practice after the game in Washington he did mention in the in the press conference he was like well I take all the blame it's on me I think we we need to practice better and prepare better during the week so it got me thinking we know how he's changed to where now sometimes they're not going full pads during practice they're going through walkthroughs or spending more time in the film room and like in, in the rooms with each group of yeah. people just uh, planning hall, chats, yeah, yeah, and all that. Do you feel that the the way that they've kind of changed the way in the practice in the month of December has actually hurt them hmm. in games? That? You know what? I, I think to me, this is how I look at that. McCarthy likes to try and keep his teams as fresh as he can. That's important to him. At the end of the year, I think they're the only team, and I might be wrong about this because, again, I cover this team, but this team went through three-game stretch in 12 days twice. Mm-hmm. Didn't they? With, the, yeah. with, yeah. with Thursday games, Thanksgiving games, 
you know, games on Saturday game, a Sunday game. I think his schedule got really messed up for him late in the year. And I think that was something that he was trying his best to navigate. I, I'm one of those team I'm one of those guys though that and I understand this on when you're watching a game and the first thing that comes to your mind is, did they even practice this week? Mm-hmm. By by the way, you know, some of the mistakes and things and you're like what they're not working on this stuff? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've had I've had guys around the league, you know, and, you know, tweet at me or text me and say that does this team even practice? You know, and so yeah, they do. The problem is he's trying to manage the way the games have been falling for him, and I don't think it's a normal week to week to week. That that's the one thing that these coaches and players they get so used to routine. Mm-hmm. And when routine gets kind of messed up, it, it it throws them off. And I'm not using it as an excuse, but I just think they're a team that late in the year they dealt with some some scheduling challenges. I think were the biggest thing. Yeah, and we, we talk about it every year about you know once you get to Thanksgiving, the the last month of the season, month and a half is just completely different with. You know, even our our schedule here, like for this podcast, like we're all like we're like we're doing it right now. We're moving it around because you know McCarthy's press conference has moved around a little bit, and we understand how this week is is different. But it's all it's a lot of those. It's a couple of Thursday games. You got Monday games. You got Saturday games. You got Sunday night games. I mean, everything kind of changes, and I think that McCarthy will sacrifice. Uh, practice so to make sure that his team is is healthy and off their feet as much and with everything it comes you know with a price and the price is 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 not practicing as much and then I think sometimes it shows if you had to choose like a percentage how much is the difference of like how your week is reflected in how you play during a game practice time on the field versus book yeah Yeah, he says it all the time like the games are won on Wednesday Thursday you know it's not one I I think I'm I'm not misquoting on that but yeah depending like you know those practices on Wednesday Thursday I'm trying to get used to for 10 years, we all dealt with a Jason Garrett schedule. Mm-hmm. And it was very regimented. You knew exactly. With McCarthy, you don't know. And like I say, I think there's – you talk to people in the organization, they say he the best thing he does is trying to keep the team not, – not the best thing, but one of the positive things about him is trying to keep the team healthy. That's coming from the medical people. I mean, I mean, you talk to them like at Oxnard and stuff like – Man, your team, what do you what do you really like about Mike does a great job. He thinks about the players. He thinks about their health. He thinks about how we're going to go forward here. So, yeah, I, I think that these practices, like you're, when you when you start to install and put in stuff on, you know, on Wednesday, Thursday, you know, how you practice Friday is kind of like, okay, we're going to do some goal line stuff, finishing touch stuff, you know, that you really have to focus on those Wednesdays and Thursdays, the things that these games come down to, you know, third down defense. You know, uh, you know the third down offense. You know, those are the things that are now you know winning these football games. It's ability to stay on the field, ability to get off the field. If you if you have bad days on Wednesdays and Thursdays, that affects. I, I remember watching practice as a scout, and and and, and we can do it too because we've done it before at training camp. So I'm not excluding you guys from this. But how many times have you ever seen coaches say, "Repeat the play, please." You know, when you're repeating plays on a Wednesday or on a Thursday, and I remember it during the the Mike Nolan administration when we were here watching practice, some there was a lot of the, there were a lot of busts. Rob Ryan, there were busts during practice, 
and they're like, Coach, can I see that again, please? Coach, can I see that again? If that's happening during practice, it's likely to happen in the game. You know, you're going to make a call. I'm sure there was a. I'm sure that Kellen Moore has made calls that you know uh, some of the interceptions, like the screen, the the pass that got in the Philadelphia game that got intercepted. You know, every time the one that Dak threw that went, uh, you know, sweat yeah. went up and, and got the and got the ball. That in practice, I'm sure they ran it a couple of times and it just kind of clicked along good. And Tack then, McKinley didn't go up. Yeah, and get Tack it. McKinley didn't try and intercept the ball <laughs> like you know didn't like extend and make a a great catch. So now you're like. Wait a minute. We practice this play all week where the defensive ends not mm-hmm. going to make a brilliant play on me like that. So that's that's the issues we run into practice. You can tell when a team is struggling getting. I remember as a scout watching practice and going, "We got no chance this week," just because I saw how many mistakes. And coach, can I see that again? Play. You know, some could like Garrett would just power through it. You know, you make a mistake. But other coaches will, you know, I need to see that coach. Can it, my, my players don't understand what's going on here. And, you know, the later it gets in the week, the more likely you are to have a mistake on a on a, a yeah. Sunday or a Monday for sure. Well, yesterday they did practice. And when we spoke, uh, we've been waiting to see Leighton, Hankins, mm-hmm. and then Biotish. Yeah. Is there any – progress well, there on the field happening with those three guys well mccarthy usually we, we we do this after mccarthy and we had to flip so mccarthy will still talk later today and because of the way the schedule is they didn't have to do an official injury report so we won't get one of those until later today will be the first one of the week um like a wednesday since it is thursday so we'll i don't really have the answers for you there officially but i do think that hankins um and I guess Biotish is ready to go. Yeah, the Hankins, thing, yeah. though, I will definitely – and Hankins and Layton, for sure, I think are going to be ready. Yeah, I think Nick is absolutely right about that. When you look at the injury to Biotish, by the time they get him ready or he's starting to get – it's I, I was told like it's 18 days that he's had now since the, the injury, the time off, another week, another day. I mean, trainers look at this, and I've learned this over the years but dealing with a lot of them. They don't look at days. They look at hours. Okay, now hours make up days. But every hour that they can steal to get a player ready, that's what they look at. It's like, you know, if you ask them right now, you say, hey, uh, Jim Maurer, playing on Monday, good for you? He goes, yeah, for injury, sure. Because it's more hours that they have to. That's crazy. Um, I'm not ready right now at eight, but I'll be ready at nine. Yeah, right but, at about nine, I'll yeah, be set. But, but the more hours, <laughs> yeah, the more hours because that's the, you know, that's the Britt Brown on the cords out here. You yeah. know, that's the that's the opportunity to see like when you watch Biotish. I'm sure when he's on the cord, what Britt's trying to work with him on is the lateral stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, he's also has to work with him on. You know, the one thing with a high ankle sprain that they'll tell you with offensive linemen is when, and, and especially when we're talking about a guy like Vita Vea, and everybody out there that watches our podcast know when you talk Tampa Bay, they think of this this mammoth Winnebago in the middle of the defense that doesn't move. You know, that he, he just, you know, you fight him all day, and that's, and that's, and that's the problem that you run into. Akeem Nix is another one of those guys. You run into those big bodies, and so if you're, if you're, if you're, just trying to sit down and just take these guys on, the pressure you put on that ankle is tremendous. So Britt's trying his best, I'm sure, to get Biotish's ability to 
to, to handle the pain of sitting on it. And then also, though, they're going to have to run the football, and that means lateral. And that means him pushing off and then getting up on these linebackers and things like that. But that you know, 18 days since, so that mm-hmm. that's that's they're looking at that as a positive yeah. right now. Think about it, if you hurt your ankle on a on a Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and you're like, hey, I got to go do some, you know, got to go play here in a couple hours, or I got to wait till mon- you know Monday night. I mean, yeah. completely different. And so, like you said, Thursday uh, Thursday game against the the Titans. That's two weeks today. Yeah. Four more days until till Monday night. So, right. Yeah. I mean, everyone's kind of complaining. I think it's ridiculous that the league does a Monday night game for for pre uh, for a playoff game. But um, I'm sure in this particular case, in the in the Bucks are probably the same way. They probably got some guys that they they you know a few extra hours are helping. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about that. I'm like, because it is unfair having a Monday night uh, game when you're talking about the playoffs. But when you look at guys that you're really yeah. really needing to come back that ex- even that one extra day can yeah. do a lot you'll hear it more next week when whoever it is tampa or dallas when they go play if they go play cross country to san francisco who who had a sat who played on saturday and has two extra days for you and you really didn't do anything start doing anything till tuesday morning see that's when it'll it'll be that's well, where the complaints will yeah come the in. league the, the the league will tell you that you know just go play but the Rams won a Super Bowl going this route last yeah, year. Same thing. Yeah, they did the same thing, playing on a Monday night against Arizona, and then went and did. I think I have that right. Mm-hmm. And they'll also say, "Well, wait a minute. Tennessee got a ton of rest. Jacksonville played on a short week. That Jacksonville played on a Sunday, then played on a Saturday mm-hmm. night, and the and and won that game. So yeah. the league really doesn't have any care about what you think. Mm-hmm. I mean, you no. could you could complain about it." But the thing about it is, the, the extra day, if you're a Cowboy fan, on the front end, it helps you for this game. On the back end, yeah. it probably means you're going to play late on Sunday. If, if you had to really, either that or, mm-hmm. you know, they wouldn't make you play Saturday night, I don't think, or anything like no. that. Yeah, you, you're, you're probably going to play late Sunday afternoon, would be my guess. If you, if you win this game, they're going to probably put you late Sunday is what my guess would be. And if not, fishing? Yeah, fishing, basketball, Mavericks games. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, went saw yeah saw the Pelicans play the other day. <laughs> you, went, you went to the Mavs. I, I go to the Mavs. I like the Mavs. I like the Mavs games. They're fun. They got in. Who's their second best player? Uh, depends. Some nights <laughs> depends on the night. Yeah, yeah. Spencer did what he's probably their second best player right now. Mavericks talk here on playoff week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're not. We're not there though yet. I mean, yeah. I, I still. I still think. I mean, I, th- I think this is it's going to be a great, a really great game. I really think it's. I think so. I think the Cowboys are going to play a really great game, but I think Tampa will too. I mean, I think this is going to be a good football game. I I, I believe that. I think that Brady, as great as he is, I do think he, he'll bring out the best in his in his players. They haven't had a great season. They're challenged, obviously, but uh, I think that they're going to bring it. I don't think they're as talented as the Cowboys, but I think that they'll play a great game, and that's why I think it'll be a fun one. The one thing is why you have this quarterback is you're right that. Dallas is a better team. Yeah, the quarterback is what makes you know. You look across the mm-hmm. field and he comes running out and he does his Tom Brady yell to the crowd. Yeah. And, and now and then you realize, oh damn, we're about to play this guy. Yeah, you know that's sometimes psychologically when you see that you just it it freaks you out as and and hopefully Dallas has done enough. They played him now the last couple of times. Opened the season with him both times. So it's you know you've opened you played there and you've played you know you played on a nighttime game too. You know when you mm-hmm. went there you were a Thursday night game 
And so, and after a Super Bowl, and so new, that height of that opening the season there, maybe not a lot of guys in this team that were there, but some do remember that. And so you have to be, at least it's not like you're playing Tom Brady for the first time in like five years. You're, mm-hmm. you're playing, you've, you've seen him the last couple of years, and so you kind of know what you're up against. You guys know, I know we have to go on break, but real quick, you guys know I like to be like receptive of whatever vibe is happening in the environment and just like feeling that energy and it's weird this week because I don't know how to interpret or how to feel about how he feels in the building because it doesn't feel like a playoff week like it doesn't feel like we're about to go play Tampa Tom Brady in the first week of the playoffs and and that's not to say that people are just walking around not caring or just tuned out completely checked out from the season no it's it's just I guess because of how things turned out and how the year ended well the season with uh, Washington it just changed the whole mood and environment I think think 26 or 27 years has will do that to you and and I I think there's I think there's there's that there's that unknown now there's that nobody wants to get their heart broken again nobody wants to commit and maybe not in the building I I know from working on 105.3 the fan and we we all here Mm -hmm. on dallascowboys.com deal you know with around the world 105.3 you know we have the reach and stuff too but you get the feeling that that fans are just they're 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 kind of expecting the worst, and it's like you know, prove to us, go out and win a game, go out and beat Tom Brady, you know, go to San Francisco and win it. You know, that's why I think fans are they they want to they want to believe, but they also don't want to get their their hopes up and then get crushed, and then it becomes, and then the post game show becomes, told you, told you this team twelve wins, be in the playoffs, one and done. You know, I, I think people are, are just really suppressing their real feelings because they feel like that they're probably going to get disappointed. And, and, you know, the team's job and Mike McCarthy, Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, trying to go out and win these playoff games and get the fan base once again believing that, you know what, it's not a one-and-done team. And this team can do some stuff in the playoffs. Yeah. And it's unfair. I mean, I think. I mean, it's unfair to the players, but but uh, that's reality. That's the way it is. They get paired compared to something twenty years ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they they didn't do this. I mean, they they yeah. they haven't lost twenty five or twenty seven years since yeah. the, the Super Bowl. Uh, most of them aren't even that old. But but that's the way that it is. And and there is a lot of turnover in this league. Like you said, a couple of years ago against Tampa. I mean, there's probably thirty percent of the roster that yeah. wasn't even at that game. But but that's that's the way it is. That's that's what what the Cowboys have created. You, you wear the same uniforms. You wear the same helmet. Wear the same star. It, it is the it is the whole tradition. It's the history of the team. And these fans that have been you know through everything, they're they're frustrated. And and if they don't win, they don't go to the Super Bowl. We're gonna the number's gonna be twenty seven, twenty seven years in in a row since that's happened. And that's that's unfair to the players. But it is that's the reality. That's it. And so you know that's. But if they go and win. You know, no one will care about that, and it'll. I think. I think you'll you'll feel that excitement that, you, yeah. that we think that we're missing. I bet. I bet it'll come to. It's not just the way the game ended. It's also, you know, what day is it? It's like, well, it's Thursday, but it's not. It's Wednesday, and you know, th- that kind of messes with you a little bit too. Routine, and now we leave it on Sunday and all that. Once you start getting there, I think when the players will get there, and then the Monday comes, and then people here at the office, so they'll be they'll be ready to go. Oh, I, yeah. we're, we're still we're still a yeah. few days away. 
you're still mourning <laughs> that yeah. last game, but things will quickly change. Let's go ahead and take the, the, real quick. The uh-huh. sad thing about it, though, is when it's over, you will feel a thud. Yeah, we felt that in our lives. You know, you mean, and, and oh, hopefully, yeah. hopefully that you, the thing you want to avoid is the thud because it's like you're going 185 miles an hour and then you hit the wall and you stop, and that's what being bounced is like. And I think people just don't want to feel that. Yeah, you, know, mm-hmm. you really don't want to feel that, especially especially this early. Yeah, I mean, this early in the playoffs. I yep. mean, the, every you know, Minnesota messed everybody up. <laughs> yeah, and, and and Minnesota and this Washington game, the Cowboys are not as bad as what they showed in Washington. They're not as good as what they showed in Minnesota. Yeah. They're somewhere in the middle, and hopefully, it's good enough to beat the the Bucks. Well, we'll see. Uh, let's go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, we're gonna dive into the Tampa Bay's defense versus the Cowboys' offense. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savanna. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to the break. Whether you whether it feels like it or not, it's playoff week, and the boys need <laughs> you, Cowboys Nation. Show your team pride and support this postseason with the best gear in the league. Head to the nearest pro shop or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com, and let's get rowdy. All right, like let's get rowdy. Like to come in here and be on the show, or just get rowdy. I was thinking, you know, it's on. It's not capitalized, so it just means. 
That's good. The, the ca- all all caps rowdy is the the person, right? Yeah. All caps with the like the little R for uh, yeah. uh, what is that word? You know, you know what I'm talking about. The little trademark R. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Registered. Yeah, yeah. Rowdy. All right, welcome back to the second segment Tutty. of the break, presented by <laughs> Blockchain.com. There we go. Commander Tuddy's like one and zero against us here. That's true. <laughs> oh, Nate look Newton. what we got behind you, Brian. Is it Nate? Come on, Nate. Nate, Nate Newton. Jump come on. in. Nate, Nate, Nate will come in come here. Come on in. I want to hear, Nate's going to want to hear this about because we're going to talk about the uh, the Tampa Bay defense. I'm interested to see how he wants to block some of these guys. Got an open chair. You going to join there us? There you go. Perfect. Nate Newton. Nate just Nate has a really nice expensive suit. He just, just threw just on the really just threw on the ground like nothing. He has it in a nice case, and he just you know basically now he's got the wheel of the chair on top of it. So <laughs> hang on, Nate. Say hello to everybody. I'm going to fix your suit for you. Okay, hold on. Uh, yeah. How, 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 how's everyone doing? Uh, I, I'm used to Derek leading, and I heard of one. Like, Whoa, it's a different deal today, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Derek's on that. He's doing some interviews today. Yeah, you know, we had Woody last night, and you didn't show up, sir. I didn't. No, I don't. I told you I was, <laughs> but I, I passed it off to Mickey. How did that go? Oh, great. Oh, it was. Better. My man did a great job. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Gray. How you doing, young lady? Doing great. Yes. Wow. Kevin Gray's a good teammate of mine at 105.3. You guys did a good job there. Anytime you get to he talk did a to great job. He, what, are you, what are you doing? Some stories now. You, you know, when you're a Hall of Fame finalist, you know, you're kind of making some rounds a little bit. You're going to see him up there a little bit more. That's great, though. He deserves it. Well, welcome on the show. We're about to start talking Tampa's defense How versus block the Cowboys' offense. Yeah. Well, first of all, I would take my maybe five or six of my best plays that has been very successful during the year, you know, especially teams that we've had struggled against. What were some of the runs that we had? And uh, and, I, and I would try to incorporate them. But, but what I need to know first and foremost is who is my starting lineup? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, is Tyler Biotish, is he going to be back? Yeah. And then Connor McGovern can go back home and uh, Tyler Smith can go back home. These guys have struggled. Who has been your biggest position. concern on the line after the kind of shuffling that happened after the injury? Uh, after the Biotis yeah, injury? went out. Uh, I, I wanted about the center because I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that if you're strong in the middle and you're strong on your left side, you can you can, you can can help everything else. And uh, that, that was my biggest concern. I was one of the guys that – was fighting for Biotish and Conor McGovern at the beginning of the year. I, I believe that you should, you know, and they did it. They eventually said, hey, let's just leave these two guys alone and quit trying to replace them and let them get good. I think that average to good players with time and good coaching can be solid uh, NFL players. Uh, I don't believe that you have to draft in the first round top flight linemen. But when you do get one, you don't mess around with him. And that was your left tackle. You let him stay there. Yeah, I was going to ask you this, Nate, and we're blessed with your presence here. I know I am because I had this question for you, and I meant to text it to you or call you. What's going on on the right side with Martin and Smith is there – it seems to be a little disconnect about the thing that Steele was able to do is Martin had a feel for how Steele – was going to fit and how they were going to the combo blocks and things like that. Is that something that like you got two Hall of Fame guys playing on that side? Is it really that difficult for those two to work together like that? With considering how much that Martin has worked with Steele this year, your your right tackle has lost a lot. Yeah, 
Uh, he's not the great athlete that he once was. He still has the determination. You can see how he's set with authority and everything. But it's once you set, it's got you got to fight after that. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 he wants to, uh, but he he, don't, he doesn't have it. He he's still he, he's he's an average right tackle now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things he does, he kind of finishing like from like he's still on the left side. Right. You, you know. So, uh, but that's that's he's helping the team. Yeah. He, like I say, he's not a he's not uh, a shell of himself. Like I hear some people say, but he's not what we used to seeing. And it's gonna take some time, but we don't have you time. Don't have time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have this time. Yeah, this yeah, is it's, it. it's now. So what Coach Fieldman has to do, and Coach, uh, the offensive coordinator, they they're gonna have to find out what's your five or six best plays, and just run a lot of different formations making sure that you execute these five or six plays. You don't need a plethora of plays going against this defense. You, I would almost want them to stay base so I can see what they're doing because if they don't stay base and they start blitzing all over the place, uh, run, I'm talking about run blitzes, not, not pass blitzes. I'm talking about run blitzes. That's going to be hard for our offensive line if – if B. Artich don't get back to be able to adjust. If B. Artich get back, I feel a little bit more confident, you know, because now you're just dealing with Tyron, and Tyron is savvy enough to figure it out. And he can do just enough to get by. But if you got everybody slide down one space and you got Peterson out there and you got two weekends on your bookends, you can't figure it out. Yeah, You know, Brian, we talked about um, having the extra night, you know, extra hours yeah. on Monday night for, for B. Artich to get back and play, but it's also important. We talk about it too, about Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, yeah. you know, the practice. Yeah. If they're not, if he's not in there practicing, cause then, then it's all these other shuffling going on. Yeah. I think, I think it'll be clear to see if they have like, like a Dakota Shepley or somebody in there, a backup center as the center for practice, then that, that would let me think that Biotis would be back. Because if not, then you're shuffling all these other guys around. So it'll right. be interesting to see kind of these next couple of days, even when we get to watch practice, how they're lining up. Yeah, that's the thing about it. I think that to me, it's you know, it's it's difficult. You would hope that Biotis would be able to get some reps. You know, you would hope that he would be able to get out there and have some opportunity. You know, they 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 need to like Nate's talking. About, I think they need to incorporate him back as quickly. I, it just move every if they can move everybody back to where they were. And Wizard really, of Oz, man. Yeah, they really, got to clink their heels. Yeah, I really like what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, when when you look at Tampa and you're dealing with guys like Vita Vea and Akeem Nix, okay, and these linebackers with David and then White, the the two linebackers. Nate is looking scared. <laughs> no, I mean that's where I, mean, I I the problem I have, Nate, is that I want to try and run the football. I want to. I want to do that. But now I have to deal with those t- two big inside techniques, and then I have to get somebody up on the linebacker. Where 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 would you play this? Is it secure the down guys? Because that's what I was watching San Francisco do. When they ran the ball with McCaffrey earlier in this, well, m- the middle of the year, and they were hitting it quick. But they were doubling, they were doubling the down guys, and then and then McCaffrey was good enough to make the linebackers miss. Is that more of a Tony Pollard thing than it was? That- or is it? Don't Zeke, be shy. Zeke. Don't be shy. That is Tony. That, what I'm trying to tell people is, if you're about winning, it's about personnel. Take some of them plays that San Francisco did and let Tony make people miss. Yeah. Don't worry about Zeke. It'll be he'll have his plays. 
He'll have his plays. But this is about winning. And I'm going to get off there because I got to go. Let me let me say this. I heard a young lady, Miss ha- Miss Haley, Haley yeah. ask a good question. Are we going to try to get, Gall- uh, get Michael Gallup more involved? Yeah. This is not the regular season. I need for C.D. Lamb, for Dalton Schultz, and for this this T.Y. guy. T.Y. Hill. I need for them to have ninety percent of the passes. And with Tony coming out of the backfield, I need for those guys to have 90% of them. If Gallup is a part of it, so be it. If 85 is a part of it, so be it. But these are not the guys. Go with what you know. Go with the guys that are proven. And that's why I want Biotish back. That's why I want things back to normal. Now, Tony, we've nursed you and Zeke. But I need Tony to get 75% of the offensive snaps from the running back position because he can make people miss. Yeah, have a great show. All right, show. Nate. Thank you, man. <laughs> Thanks for, I will I will say this though, as Nate's walking off, but I will say that, that they, they're gonna have to do some improvement uh yeah. improvement there in the run game because I know you watched the the first game. Yeah, Brian, I did. Yeah. And it was and Zeke averaged five yards a carry Thanks, there. Nate. And it was Pollard that kind of struggled. Are, yeah. are they has it changed that much? I think to me, I, I think that Nate's absolutely right about this. Though you find your five or six plays that you can hang your hat on and 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 work from there, and then try to. The thing I noticed about Zeke running the ball, the ball was is a lot quicker. You know, I mean, Zeke has not. When Zeke was a little banged up, it wasn't as quick. But now I kind of feel like though you're going to have to, you're going to have to find a way and and and. I think it's about the timely runs. I, I know everybody loses their mind on the first down run because then it turns into second and nine or second and ten, you know, and everybody's – I've said this before. I, I think it's when, you, it's when you run when you're supposed to pass and pass when you're supposed to run. And I think Dallas has got to find that. When you play the Bucks, I think it's a struggle to have to kind of tr- control their inside guys. I just think it is. I, I think it's it, Vita Vea and Hicks – this team's like six and one when those two play together. When they don't, you, you get the, you get my drift. They don't yeah. win games, mm-hmm. so you've got to find ways. But I think I think there has to be some quickness to this game. And to me, that's where I think Pollard. Now Pollard has struggled against teams with big fronts. His some of his worst games running the ball against the Commanders. The Cowboys didn't run the ball at all against the Commanders. Mm-hmm. But if you look at Pollard both times, yeah, terrible games for him. Right. You know, and maybe it's maybe it's like if you like I was talking about with Nate, secure down guys and then let him hit it. But is maybe you work more with him on the perimeter, work more with Zeke inside. They just haven't had the running lanes that they had early in the year where the yeah. ball and that but against Tampa, there were a couple of times where they pressed it hard and then and then Zeke was able to cut it back. It's a four, five, six yard gain. Man, we would take that all day. If we're if every time they're impiling and it's and it's you know instead of it's second in it's second in five and you know Zeke's got a first down because you know he's getting four or five yards a shot. I think that's where I, I that, that's I got to try. I yeah. can't just I can't abandon the running game like I did the first time you played there a couple of years ago. I just don't think you could do that. You know. Um... One of the things that that when he went into the off season with Kellen Moore, um, it was like, hey, he's got to get CD involved. He's got to figure out how to get the ball to CD. He's got to figure out how to get the ball to Pollard. 
And he's done that. He's he done has. that this he year. He has. And so you talk about what the focus is. It took this a little week. bit. It took it took but, a little but he bit. Got there. Yeah, I mean, it took four years, but they figured it well, out. Well, I mean, this season. <laughs> yeah, was I know. Yeah, yeah. But in the first game, I mean, it, neither one of them had a great game against Tampa. No one did. But yeah. but um, you do wonder about the focus of you know what the focus is this week, and also we didn't mention this earlier in the show, but you know you got you got teams at least one calling to to speak with him um the panthers are you know trying to seek permission and the um to get to interview him as a, their next head coach so i always wondered that during the week you know how do you balance yeah. the two there i mean this is a huge game obviously and I, and kellen moore is going to do his very best but he's also well we'll get into that i had that for, oh, that the, was last for the last segment, segment? okay yes it's but, okay then, then we'll, we'll talk about that then but just as for preparation yeah you think that that affects his preparation yeah i i think that him and dan quinn anytime you know because now in the back of your mind you're starting to get ready for interviews and at least these guys have interviewed before so they have an idea what they're up against mm-hmm. you know usually if it's your first interview then you're like okay i gotta do this i gotta do this i gotta have this ready and all that i have a staff list ready i got you know you, there's so many things that kind of take away yeah the fact that they've already done it and they kind of know what works and what doesn't work right i think they'll they'll be better prepared for getting the team ready this week it's a really delicate situation you have to deal with because when their doors closed you're thinking that they're probably getting ready for an interview when you want to believe they're getting ready for a game you know that that's that's just reality you know i mean you you cannot focus you cannot focus on you know like the task on hand when you have something maybe even majorly in your life, a life-changing yeah. move or an interview, your 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 hope, your focus isn't. But it, we're human. Yeah, it, it's not that. No, way. and and anyone that says, "Oh, well, he should be focusing the playoff and not even it's entertain not, that," not, that's BS. Yeah. If it was you, you would do it too. I mean, yeah. that's like you said, it's major. So you yeah. and there are very very few opportunities that come up every year. That's so right. there you, you go. gotta. I mean, look and out your, for yourself at the end of the day. And your window opens and closes, too. Right. Like, you know, it's hard to think that it'll open back but again. Real quick, though, if I could just say this. We talked about Vita Vea, Akeem Hicks inside. That's going to be tough. The linebackers will be tough to block. They're banged up in the secondary with Mike Edwards is banged up, Logan Ryan's banged up, and Carlton Davis. Check the injury report today to see what happens with those guys. They're, I think they're one of their best defensive players in the secondary is Antoine Winfield. He's the guy that intercepted Dak mm-hmm. in the game. Kind of a guy that plays around the line of scrimmage, you know, is always going to be in an area to tackle. You have to watch him on the turnover stuff. He's just like his dad, punches the ball loose, you know, gets in the right, you know, area to to make plays and stuff like that. It's a good defense. The defense has carried them in a lot of games this year. They don't score a lot of points. These guys don't give up a lot of points yeah. either, though. It's going to be a tough one, but a fun one. Yep. Uh, let's go ahead and take our final break. And when we come back, we'll kind of wrap up things up, wrap things up, and then talk a little bit more about coaching. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. 
the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Little sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. to the break. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. You can join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, starting at just $20. Join now, get your fan pack, exclusive benefits, and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com United for details to join. All right, so we only have a few minutes left. I know that Brian threw in... Quite a few names in there uh, from the defense yeah, and the yeah. secondary. Wanted to ask you, Nick, uh, specific matchups. Mm-hmm. Who are you mostly concerned for? Well, I mean, it's got to be right there at the middle. I mean, Vita Vea and, and then whoever is your center. I mean, because when it was Biotish, um, I believe two years ago when, when he played, I mean, he, he was getting thrown around pretty good up there to the point where they didn't even, as Brian talked about, Two years ago, they didn't even mess with the middle. They everything yeah. was more outside. Perimeter outside. running, yeah, and it, and it worked. I mean, they they moved the ball. They I think over 400, 500 yards of offense scored twenty nine points. I mean, nearly won the game. But but I mean, it's got to be balanced um, because they also got down in the red zone and didn't score. They had to go wide, and Jarwin missed the block. Zeke got tackled. That was a huge play in the game. So they've got to be able to kind of control the middle, and they can't be intimidated there. And I think it starts with Vita Vea in the center. Yeah, I think this game is going to come down to how well in the secondary can you just can you prevent the big plays. They they don't run the ball statistically. I think they're going to try and run the ball on you because they had success on how it. Are they with turnovers? The turnovers though, it, it they had them I in the last they had two games. They had back-to-back games where they had seven turnovers. They had five against the Bengals and and two against uh, it was two and four, but it was it was San Francisco and the and the Bingo. Bengals games were just they've had some turnover early in the year they did they weren't turning the ball over now they've had some turnovers but they had they've had a couple of games that were alarming with the turnovers the Cincinnati game Cincinnati was down seventeen nothing at half it looked like to me that Tampa was going to cruise and win and then all of a sudden interception muff fake punt. Uh, Tom Brady fumble. Tom Brady fumble. You had four. They had, had, had four turnovers in like eleven plays. 
is what it was. It was crazy wow. how they how that just fell apart for him. So yeah, it's a uh, it's something they've dealt with. It, the the thing with Brady around when you get around him in the pocket, he's put the ball on the ground. You know, like people have punched the ball out on him. You know, he doesn't move all that great. So, but to me, it's, but their secondary can their secondary kind of get yeah, their hands on the ball. Yeah, they're gonna oh, if yeah. you if you're well, they prove that too. They, I mean, you, they had you know with Dak in that game. But the, the thing about it is, to me, this game is going to come down to their big plays and your big plays. Dallas has struggled to eliminate big plays. Those huge chunk plays, screens. You know, the 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 big play down the sidelines. I mean, that that's something that. You, and you know they're gonna they're gonna do that to you. You know, if Dallas is playing well in this game, it's going to be they're not going to be giving up the chunk plays. That's the thing I think, and I think it's going to happen in the secondary. Who knows what's going to happen at left corner? You know, yeah. is this Xavier Rhodes? I mean, do they trust Wright? You know, there's yeah. just so many unknowns right now, and, and it's a shame you're going into this game with that kind of unknown. Well, since we're running out of time, we'll leave the coaching and the fan questions for tomorrow but to end the show i did want to ask one question that i kind of saw repeatedly uh people asking should dak prescott and and how kellen moore decides to manage the offense should they focus more on just short passes rather than trying to be that aggressive throwing deep I, down the field I, I don't think that that they have the receivers that you could just do that I really don't I mean I think CD has been shifty and he could break some tackles but Gallup and and Noah Brown and 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 T.Y. Hilton I mean I mean they're kind of more vertical players they're not these big guys that just catch the ball and say get off me and, mm. and may so it, it you can do it some, but I don't think you can make your living with those kind of receivers because I don't think that they're built that way. Yeah, the, the problem with Dak is he's got that never-die attitude, and he is – the thing that hurts Dak Prescott the most, you know, you, you say you, you have to live with his decisions in a game. Some days you're living great, and other days you're just – you're sitting on the curb, you know? And and that's the problem with this. You I mean, you don't know – you don't know which guy you're going to get. You might get the guy that looks brilliant throwing the football like he did against Philadelphia. You know, Dallas got four turnovers in that game and, and, and won it. I think they're going to have to have a similar type game. I think Dak is going to have to have the ability. He can't throw the, he can't throw the killer turnover mm-hmm. to you. He just can't. But history tells you that he is. And, and, that's, and that's something you just – when is that going to happen in the game? You know, you don't need it to happen at the end when you're trying to drive or something. You don't need a catastrophic mistake like they had in the San Francisco game where they're driving the ball and all of a sudden run quarterback draw and they run out of time. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they have to avoid those types of plays. But they also have to avoid, you know, his, his uh, you know, willingness to try and, and create something. You know, that's, you know, there's a time and a place. And in a playoff game, you get punished when you make mistakes like that. Yeah. Well, tomorrow we'll get into predictions and see what we got for this Monday night game. That is it for the show. Thank you so much for Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, birthday boy Chris Beam, special guest Nate Newton, and Amber Garcia. This has been The Break on DallasCowboys.com. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!